on the Aggie Sports Network. From Learfield IMG College, Aggie Basketball has been brought to you by Guild Mortgage. Own what matters. Zions Bank. We haven't forgotten who keeps us in business. The Logo Shop. We logo stuff. Also by Icon. Empowering a more active, balanced lifestyle. Welcome to Aggie Postgame. Here's Scott Gerard. At one point in the second half, uh, Northern Iowa was 12 of 24 shooting threes. They end the game 2 of 13 from beyond the three-point line. So you knew that eventually that shooting was going to cool off a little bit, and when it did, Utah State took advantage of it. Uh, Namiya Keda ended up with a double-double, and Justin Bean with a double-double as both those guys were able to pick up late rebounds. Namiya Keda with 15 points and 10 rebounds, and uh, Justin Bean with 15 points and 10 rebounds. So identical stat lines on points and rebounds for those two. And this was a hard-fought, much-needed victory uh, by Utah State, one that they really needed to have. And it was uh, one that Utah State really gutted it out for. With a young team, this is a game that you can rely on a little bit later on in the year in which uh, Utah State, I think, can look at that and say, look, that's a game that we were down. Utah State trailed by as many as eight points in the second half and were able to rally and pick up the 11-point victory. Uh, a little bit later on the postgame show, you're going to hear from the first time on this broadcast. And first time for me, I haven't had a chance to talk to this young man yet. Raleigh Wooster will join us coming up on the postgame show. Uh, we'll also chat with what I'm sure will be a uh, Craig Smith, which will be in a much better mood um, because his team gutted out a really impressive performance. All right, so let's go down through some of the stats here. Brock Miller, nine points, hit a big three uh, that pushed Utah State's lead from eight to 11, which was I think now that we look at it in hindsight, it was kind of the dagger in this game. Uh, he had nine points, two rebounds, two assists, one steal. As we mentioned, Amish Keita, 15 points, 10 rebounds, but nine out of his 15 points came from the free throw line, where he was nine of 11. Also had two assists, one steal, four block shots, and uh, really played well with three fouls. After picking up that third foul, was able to uh, really get that done. Raleigh Wooster. Uh, who played 38 minutes in this game tonight. That's Sam Merrill territory right there. 17 points, 5 of 11 from the field, 2 of 4 from 3, 5 for 5 from the free throw line, 4 rebounds, 3 assists, 1 steal. Uh, big night for him. Justin Bean, 15 points on 6 of 12 shooting and 10 rebounds. Also had 4 assists and 1 steal. He played 37 minutes in this game. And Marco Anthony played 35. Aggies went with their starters and... Um, Let's see, if you look at your starters, Miller with 31, Cato with 30, Wooster with 38, Bean with 37, and Marco Anthony with 35. That's a uh, team that really said, I mean, look, they were like, we need to find a way to win this game. Let's go with the uh, go with the starters. And you go down the list, Shulga played eight minutes. He had three points. Anderson played five minutes. Uh, he did not score. Bearstow did not score. He played eight minutes. Ashworth played six minutes did not score and Trevin Dorius made a free throw and he played three minutes so I'd say uh, that was uh, Craig Smith I think making a statement saying look I've got guys that I want to finish with and let's go uh, as for Northern Iowa uh, Bourne had 14 points in 33 minutes he was four of nine from three uh, Pickford had nine points in uh, 29 minutes. He was three of seven from the field, but he did have 10 rebounds. So a nine and 10 night for Pickford. Uh, Carter, who 
again, it was funny. You remember, this was a guy, Carter was the guy they hit, went 9 of 13 for 3 from against uh, Western Kentucky at 28 points. Tonight, he had 2 points and 1 for 4 from the field, did not make a 3-pointer. Uh, Green, this kid's a great player, and you need to keep an eye on him. 24 points, 9 of 23, 4 of 11 from 3. He had 5 rebounds, 1 assist, and 1 steal. Uh, Five had a early three-pointer. He ends up with three points. Uh, but he dealt with a lot of foul trouble tonight and, in fact, ended up fouling out of the game. Heiss had five points. And then you go down the list, it was Betts who made four three-pointers in the first half and then took one late in the second half. He didn't get a shot. He only played uh, 17 minutes. He had 14 points on the night. Overall, the Aggies held... Um, uh, held Northern Iowa to 37% from three, 36 overall from the field, and Northern Iowa only with nine free throw attempts. They went seven of nine. Utah State, 46% from the field, 41% from three, and then 74% from the free throw line. Uh, Utah State also with 14 assists on their 26 made buckets. That's a far better percentage than what we've seen, and the Aggies out-rebounded Northern Iowa by 10, 43 to 33. Take a break. Come back. You're listening to Aggie Basketball. You'll hear from Raleigh Wooster straight ahead on the Aggie Sports Network from Learfield IMG College. Impressive performance tonight for Utah State. They get the win and uh, improve to one and two on the season. You knew this was a, a team that did not want to go home 0-3, and, and they avoided doing just that by coming up and finding a way to get that W. Utah State uh, led by as many as eight points in the first half before Northern Iowa caught fire from beyond the three-point line and took a one-point lead going into halftime. And then Northern Iowa was able to extend their lead to eight. Uh, their largest lead was eight in the second half. And uh, Utah State reeled them back in. And then the Aggies led by as many as 12 down the stretch. Northern Iowa threw pretty much everything in the kitchen sink at Utah State, especially from beyond the three-point line. Uh, but at the end of the day, the Aggies were able to hold on and get a much, much needed and uh, very, very hard-fought victory. Against, again, this is a team that's going to be really, really good. Uh, you, I anticipate that they'll end up being in the top, uh, top two or three teams in their conference. It'll be a team that will challenge for an at-large spot. This is a really talented squad that uh, has a lot of great fan support there in Northern Iowa, and uh, before it's all said and done, uh, they'll be right there on the bubble for an NCAA tournament spot. And remember, they're the team that also really handled, um, for the most part, for about 35 minutes, St. Mary's, before St. Mary's had to rally and come back and get that W. They almost beat Wake Forest. Uh, so this was a nice win for Utah State. This is one that they'll look at their resume at the end of the year and say, yeah, we got that one. That was a big one for us. Um, you look down the list, uh, Raleigh Wooster, who we expect to hear from here momentarily, excited to chat with that young man just because of, uh, you know, you, you just lost uh, Sam Merrill, who is such a calming influence for this team outside of just being an elite-level player at the college basketball level. But, again, just kind of a calming influence for a team. And you got that sense from Raleigh tonight. Now, there were a couple moments where I think we all got a little nervous, but I think for the most part, you're seeing a young man really develop into what I think has a chance to be a pretty special player for Utah State. And uh, it's kind of fun to see him start to grow and develop kind of at the ground level and to see how quickly uh, he can turn into being a, well, I mean, he's already a heavy, heavy contributing player, but 
a player that is going to be the guy that down the stretch you want at the free throw line or down the stretch you want taking that last shot um, because I think he's certainly on pace to becoming that guy with the performance tonight of 17 points, 5 of 11 from the field, 2 of 4 from 3, 5 for 5 from the free throw line, 4 rebounds, 3 assists, and 1 still. Huge night for him, and congratulations. Led, uh, let's see here, he and Green both had 38 minutes, and uh, there's really no reason to ever take him off the court. All right, we'll continue on your, your post-game show. Utah State gets the W tonight by the final score of 82 to 71. Remember, Discount Tire has locations in Logan, Providence, and Smithfield. Discount Tire offices services such as oil changes, emissions, alignments, car maintenance, and more. More information is available at webtires.net. You're listening to Aggie Basketball from Learfield IMG College. Well, hey, you want to talk about this game? You can do so with uh, Craig Smith and also talk about the uh, win against New Mexico in football. The next Aggie Coaches Show featuring interim coach Frank Miley and Craig Smith uh, will be at Old Chicago on Tuesday, December 1st, located down the street from Maverick Stadium. That'll be Tuesday night coming up at 6 o'clock. All right, anticipate hearing from Raleigh Wooster coming up here in just a moment, get his thoughts on this game, and also hear from Craig Smith. Excited to chat with both of those individuals after Utah State gets a really hard-fought victory tonight and uh, a game that uh, could have gone multiple ways and uh, Utah State was able to find a way to just power through it and get a win when it looked like it was kind of heading in that same direction as South Dakota State the other night when South Dakota State just could not miss a shot. Uh, Utah State, on the other hand, was able to bow up defensively. And we'll talk to Craig Smith a little bit about what exactly Utah State did um, defensively to really slow down that three-point shooting because I think it was more than just South Dakota State missing shots. It was uh, South Dakota State being harassed into some bad shots and some ugly looks that led to Utah State getting that uh, getting that W tonight and really slowing things down. In case you're just joining us, South or, uh, Northern Iowa jumped out and made 12 out of their first 24 three-pointers with about 10 minutes left to go in the first half. They then proceeded to only make two out of their next 13 for a final of 14 of 37 from the three-point line. And that was a really interesting number and a number that Utah State really, they needed to find a way to slow that down. And you know that law of averages, that shooting's gonna come back down to earth eventually. But uh, a lot of what Utah State did kind of helped push that along and get Utah State to a point where uh, they weren't getting killed on the outside. And that was, you know, look, that was a problem they had against South Dakota State. And Utah State let, let way too many wide open shots Lead to those three, uh, led to those uh, huge amount of three balls that they were able to hit uh, tonight. That was a much, much different situation, and the Aggies should certainly be commended of what they were able to do. Time to announce tonight's Sports Academy and Racquet Club Player of the Game, and uh, there's a lot of a lot of different candidates here that we could look at. Uh, you had four players in double figures: Cato was 15, Wooster was 17, Bean with 15, and uh, Marco Anthony with 22. I'm going to go Justin Bean. Uh, you can go either any one of those four and be just fine. But uh, I thought all those guys were great. But Justin Bean just kind of felt like it was old school Bean. Six of 12, 10 rebounds, four assists, one steal. Uh, it just kind of got back to his, back to uh, what we've seen from Justin Bean for so many years uh, here in a Utah State uniform and just how important he's been to this team. Uh, cleaning up the glass, being in the right place at the right time for a big offensive rebound, 
that then leads to a big uh, putback, and it just seemed like things kind of settled in, and you found the old role of Justin Bean, who uh, has done so many good things for Utah State for so long, uh, doing kind of the dirty work for the Aggies. Aggies shot 38% from the uh, field in the first half, and then 56% in the second half for a grand total of 46.4%. From the three-point line, Utah State was 5-11 in the first half, but only took six threes in the second half. They were two of six, and one of those being a huge three from the left wing uh, from Brock Miller. And that was when the game still very much in, in, uh, you know, Northern Iowa still very much in in contention at that point. Utah State was eight up eight. Brock Miller hits that three, puts him up 11, and that kind of, it was about two or three minutes left in the game, kind of was the, I don't want to say the nail in the coffin, but when you look back, I think that's the moment where you realized Utah State wasn't giving that lead back up. Aggies were great from the free throw line tonight, 23 of 31, and that's what you want to do when you're playing a team that shoots the three ball as well as Northern Iowa does. You know they're not going to press the issue. You know they're not going to be the type of team that's going to create a lot of problems uh, in the interior. So what do you do? You force it inside, and you get to the free throw line. Utah State did that tonight, 23 of 31 from the free throw line, 74%. And how about Namiya Keita? 9 of 11 from the free throw line tonight. I thought that was really impressive to see him and what he was able to do. Uh, I thought it was just a really tremendous performance to go out there and find a way to get that done. Uh, Also, Utah State with 14 assists tonight, five steals, seven block shots, four of those coming from Namiya Keita. Also, Marco Anthony had a block. Sean Bairstow had a block. And uh, Trevin Dorius had a big block shot as well. And that rounds out your scoring for Utah State as uh, Namiya Keita with an impressive, made three out of his four last field goals. Uh, Justin Bean also made three out of his last four field goals. The Aggies scored 30 points in the paint to Northern Iowa's 16. Uh, also, points off turnovers. This was interesting because Utah State was getting burned a little bit with the points off the turnover. Uh, they did turn it over 13 times tonight, but Northern Iowa was only able to turn that into five points. Utah State was able to take 12 points off of the uh, 10 turnovers from Northern Iowa. All right, joining us now, I have not had a chance to chat with this young man yet. Uh, usually we're down on the court. We're doing this face-to-face. Uh, so, Raleigh, it's it's great to chat with you. Welcome to Utah State. What a performance tonight. Talk us through this game and, uh, and, and the ups and downs and how crazy this one was. Yeah, uh, first off, just appreciate you having um, And it was just fun, you know. Uh, I thought we competed really hard and uh, played hard throughout the whole game. I think defense was a key for us. Uh, just the whole question, number four, 13, all three line. Um, and just play really solid D and finish the game. So they started the game 12 of 24 from three, and then you held them two of 13 on their final 15 three-point shot attempts. Was that something that you guys adjusted to, or what do you uh, what do you attribute the uh, defensive ratcheting up that defense down the stretch? My just thing our game plan was that uh, to keep line since the start, and um, I think we were doing that. They were just hitting some tough shots. You know, we just passed at it. Um, eventually, we started missing, and then we were playing a little bit tighter, doing getting the hand up better. 17 points tonight, 5 of 11 shooting. You were perfect at the free throw line. Uh, it also felt like, you know, the moment hasn't been too big for you out there. Uh, are, are even you surprised by how well you've been able to transition to this level? Um, I wouldn't say surprised, I think, because we've had a lot of time to practice really hard to get 
competitive group, and we got a lot of good players, so it makes practice super been fun. Um, but I just think adjusting, you know, my coaches, I know have confidence in me, and I have confidence in myself, so that helps a lot, just have teammates and coaches that your back. So let's back up a little bit. Talk about your decision to come to Utah State. What was it about this school that said, that's where I want to go play college basketball? Yeah, so just... Um, with that new, really, you can feel like a family here. Notice that right away. Hard to do, is it? Um, but how fun it was, and just like the family feels, coaches and players involved, and how much we cared about each other really uh, showed off to me. And then obviously, the basketball is great, so that helped a lot. Talk, boy, uh, when you got a guy like Coach Kate, it certainly helps make your job a little easier. He had 15 points. And uh, he was great from the free throw line tonight. What's it like playing with a big that's got that kind of skill set? Uh, great. You know, it opens up the game for the guards a lot. Uh, it makes a huge difference because obviously the rebound defense helping off screen. And then he runs the floor really hard, too. So it draws the deep. And then he draws a double team every time he touches it. So we just get a spot up move around and get angles off closeout. So it, he makes the game a lot easier for all of us. You uh, and, and there's a great example of this in the first half where he drew the double team, uh, kind of got into the lane a little bit and kicked it out. And there wasn't a guy within four feet of you. You had a wide open three and you knocked it down. You anticipate there'll be a few of those this year? <laughs> yeah, for sure. I mean, he, he can pass really well for a big two. That's a huge part of his game. Uh, so that just helps a lot. And then we just keep moving forward. Got to imagine that's a different mood in the locker room right now after those first two games, correct? Uh, yeah, definitely. A lot happier, a lot more uh, energetic. Uh, I think we're just excited to get and, and, uh, Well, Raleigh, we appreciate it, man. It's good catching up with you. Congratulations. Heck of a game tonight, and uh, look forward to chatting with you more in the future. Yeah, thank you. I appreciate it a lot. You got it. Great conversation. Raleigh Wooster, I know the phone's kind of cutting in and out a little bit, uh, but uh, – Really fun, fun young player, and we anticipate he's going to be really, really good down the stretch. All right, we'll take a break. Come back. Uh, final segment, we'll get you uh, Coach uh, Smith straight ahead right here on the Aggie Sports Network from Learfield IMG College. Well, that wraps up Utah State's run here in the Bad Boy Moore crossover classic after two disappointing losses, the Utah State Aggies Able to get a win in game number three, 82-71 over Northern Iowa. The Aggies will head home and then uh, always a battle when you take on BYU. Cougars have started out the season 2-0 and uh, they're back to uh, back to their strength, shooting the three, scoring in bunches, and uh, that is something Utah State has struggled with here for a bit. And so you anticipate that uh, that'll be a fun battle. The Aggies not only announced that game against BYU, they also announced a game earlier in the week against Dixie State. Uh, that game will be on December 15th. And then you've got uh, uh, the conference opener against San Jose State coming up on December 21st. So uh, I don't know if there's going to be more games added. We may ask coaches about that either tonight or coming up on the uh, coaches show coming up next week. I know that Utah State certainly uh, the NCAA is allowing you to play 27 games this year. If you take the three games here and then the two against BYU and Dixie State, that is uh, kind of a spot for two more games. I'm not sure if Utah State will try to work that in or not, uh, but uh, that remains to be seen. That's just kind of a the crazy year we're in right now. 
trying to uh, micro- make our way through this. So, yeah, it's 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 kind of a year, a weird, interesting year, and we're all just trying to figure out uh, the best way to get through this thing. But uh, I tell you what, big props to the uh, Bad Boy Moore uh, crossover classic here in uh, South Dakota. They've done a tremendous job. Uh, it certainly hasn't been easy considering uh, what a lot has gone on here uh, with teams coming in, teams having to leave because of COVID restrictions and things along those lines. But they made it work somehow. And uh, this is going to be an event. They already had their championship game earlier today in which uh, West Virginia was able to get a win over Western Kentucky. So an impressive win there. And then uh, certainly an opportunity for Utah State to finally come back and get a W. The game going on here in just a moment is going to feature St. Mary's up against South Dakota State. And I will say this, um, if you're listening on the Wasatch Front and you don't know much about South Dakota State, uh, it would not surprise me at all to see uh, South Dakota State not only lose this game, but uh, or, or uh, excuse me, against or, uh, St. Mary's lose this game. It would surprise me if South Dakota State ended up winning this thing going away. I mean, it's just a really, really incredible team you've got here uh, in South Dakota State, and uh, they shoot the ball extremely well. Uh, they've got great chemistry, and so it's it, 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 it's going to be a really interesting game, to say the least, between these two teams. And uh, highly recommend if you've got nothing going on the rest of the day, dial this game up and watch this one. All right. As we wait for Coach, in case you're just joining us, let's kind of recap some of the things we saw earlier today as Utah State got the much-needed victory and got the uh, and got an emotional one, 82-71. Uh, Brock Miller with nine points. Namish Kato with 15. Raleigh Wooster with 17. Justin Bean with 15. And Marco Anthony with 22. And joining us now, the head coach of the Aggies, Craig Smith. Coach, congratulations. Uh, big W tonight. Well, thank you. It wasn't a very happy Thanksgiving um, for us. It was for our football team and a lot of a lot of Aggie fans, but it was a rough Thanksgiving. But it sure is a happy Black Friday. <laughs> no doubt about it. Hey, uh, I think they call it Black Friday, yep. don't they? Uh, they do. Yeah. That's where everybody makes their money for sure. And and uh, for a, for a while, it looked like looked like a, kind of a repeat with everything falling from beyond the three-point line. Uh, 12 of 24, that was the number that Northern Iowa started at from behind the three-point line, and then they finished 2 of 13 from beyond the three-point line. Was that adjustment on your part, or guys just knowing where to be and executing a little bit better? What do you attribute that to? Well, first of all, A.J. Green is a really, really good player, and he's going to make some very difficult shots. Um, So that's part of it. I thought, you know, in the first half, we were down by one, and... um, uh, and we were, I don't want to say happy about being down one, but we felt like we were in really good shape. You know, their centers hit five of those threes. And yeah. not that we didn't know they could make them, but it was one of those things where um, can they make them consistently? And so you got to give them credit. Uh, their big kid off the bench, bench James Betts, you know, goes, uh, makes four of them. Their starting center, Fife, makes one of them. And, so we just had to make a simple adjustment there of making sure we're out there. They're feeling us and, and respecting that uh, much more. So I thought we just got back to playing Aggie. And then a couple of those other threes is uh, when we were doubling the post, you know, Nimi had some foul issues, nothing crazy, but he had some. So we felt like we had to protect him some. And, and uh, we were just over helping. Uh, and they were, they did a good job of kind of baiting us into it, skipping opposite for the three. So, Obviously, that's something we got to tighten up. But, you know, I, all in all, really loved how we played. I thought we got back to playing um, Aggie basketball. 
playing with toughness, playing with an edge, um, and defending hard. I mean, we were able to finish that game in the last 26 possessions. They only scored. We held them to to 17 points, and that's how you finish the game um, the right way. And so, you know, I thought we had great balance, right, with all five of our starters, our starting five, where I thought were really, really good tonight. You know, Marco has 22 and six, drew seven fouls. Um, Mimi has 15 and 10 and four blocks. Bean 15 and 10 and four assists and zero turnovers. And Raleigh was really, really good. 17 yeah. points, four rebounds, and three assists. And, you know, um, so it was exciting to see our normal guys back. I thought we really fed the post. Uh, and, you know, Nimi only got, what, six or eight shots up, but he had 11 free throw attempts, went nine for 11. So when we can get to the foul line, uh, that's big for us. You know, you talk about Raleigh. He plays 38 minutes tonight. And, you know, pre, I, I, I'm not as educated as I should be on your career pre-Utah State, but starting a true freshman uh, and letting him play 38 minutes, and, uh, and, and letting him initiate your offense and, and having so much responsibilities. Uh, I don't know if you've had a guy like that before, but boy, he sure looks like a special player right now. Well, I've never been afraid to play freshman because players are players. And obviously, you know, when you lack some experience, that, you know, there's time, but he's gonna grow and he's a quick, quick learner. He's a kid, all that kid cares about is winning. Doesn't care about his stats. Doesn't give a rip about any of that stuff. Doesn't care literally doesn't care he just wants to win and um we trust him he's a great decision maker super unselfish but he's a winner and you got to get winners on the floor and so you know uh you know our first year here Nimi started every game it's been fantastic Brock Miller has played a tough minutes from his freshman year on on and if you can play you can play and so um he's a big key for us he has boys beyond his years um, he defends hard, and, and obviously he's very good on the offensive end. And, you know, you watch our two games, and we're, we're learning our team, right, and, yeah. and what mistakes we're making and how to put our guys in the best position. And we really challenged our guys. I give our guys a ton of credit, Scotty. We, we really challenged our guys. And, and like I told them, I needed to do a better job, and they need to do a better job because we're making some mistakes that are just unacceptable. And, and some of that's coaching and then some of that's on the players to be able to figure that out because some guys seem to have it down. And so we just got to keep getting better. And it'll be really good to have some practice time where we can really evaluate these three games and, and really um, um, figure out the, how to put all of our guys in the best position, what are our best key, and uh, try to gain some momentum against a very good BYU team um, in eight days. There was a moment uh, in the first half, and early in the first half, too, I want to say like three or four minutes in, and there was a loose ball near your sideline, and the whole the whole sideline erupted. And, and you could tell, like, you really, there was an emphasis on providing some juice from that bench to really try to assist because there's no crowd here. There's really no emotion. And I don't know if that's a conversation you had with your bench or not, but those guys erupted, and you could hear them the entire game. Was that, was that a conversation you had? Like, hey, you know, you got to help out your guys out there on the court? Well, Aggie basketball is about team basketball. And uh, to be a great teammate, it, it, it can't be about you. And it's how can I help our, how can I help my teammates be the best that they can be, right? No, no excuses, no explanations. 
no no excuses, no explanations. And and I felt like, you know, we, we got a lot of inexperience and some guys that uh, – we have some guys that have had the highest of highs over two years and, and cut down the nets. And we have some guys that haven't been there before. And and uh, and we got to be about in. And, you know, when you got a bunch of freshmen that are talented like we do, you know, some of those guys are used to playing it. It's not like they were moping or what, but, like, listen – you got to be all in and engage. And if you're not, how do I know you're ready to play? Yeah. And uh, literally that whole game, I felt like the whole game, our bench was into it, enthusiastic, supporting their teammates, and locked in. And that's what Aggie basketball is. Uh, and that's, what I think, what Aggie community is. They love their hoops. They appreciate great teams, teamwork, and hustle. And I thought we, we really found that tonight. Well, Coach, congratulations. Big W tonight, and uh, look forward to chatting with you next week. All right, Scotty. Thank you. Go Aggies. You got it. Head coach Craig Smith right here on the Aggie Sports Network from Learfield IMG College. Big thanks to everyone who helped us out on the broadcast today. Big thanks here at the uh, Sanford Pentagon. Great facility, uh, great crew. Uh, was, has been great to us all week here at the Bad Boy Moore Crossover Classic. This was a fun event and a great uh, great opportunity to be a part of. Uh, big thanks to Alex Lundberg back in studio and everyone else who helped us out, Lloyd Cole, Austin Horton. Um, and thanks to you for listening. Utah State gets a big W tonight, 82-71. Next week, BYU in the spectrum. And you'll hear it all right here on the Aggie Sports Network from Learfield IMG College. On the Aggie Sports Network from Learfield IMG College, Aggie basketball has been brought to you by Ford, go further. SC Needham Jewelers, where Utah gets engaged. America First Credit Union, financial solutions for every need. And by Geico. 15 minutes could save you 15% or more on car insurance. The proceeding has been a Learfield IMG College presentation of the Aggie Sports Network.